turn with me to the book of Ephesians, chapter number 5. Very familiar passage of scriptures. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm so glad um, as the testimonies were going forward and uh, I'm glad that, you know, Brother Dylan got his car back up and going. Uh, that was a, a scary thing. He was out there in the middle of nowhere. Out there, well, he wasn't in the middle of nowhere, but he was out there on the street. And uh, the cop came and jumped him off and started. He's like, all right, it started. And then the cop didn't even walk away, and it shut off. And he had to holler at it again, at him again. So uh, he, he, he blocked traffic until... The tow truck got to, got there. It's amazing how God works things out, right? Amen. Ephesians chapter number uh, 5, verse number uh, 15. Amen. Verse number 15. If you're there, say amen. See then now that, we, that you walk circumspectively, not as fools... But as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, be not ye unwise, but understanding that the will of the Lord is what the will of the Lord is. Verse number eighteen. Will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine, wherein as as excess, but be ye filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and in hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart unto the Lord or to the Lord, giving thanks for all things unto God and to and the Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I want to preach for the next few moments here this afternoon on it's our time. It's our time. Lay your Bibles down. Raise your hands to the Lord. Let's pray. God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord Jesus, for this opportunity, Lord, we have to open up the Scriptures and to to study and to, to search the Scriptures for... In them we think we have eternal life. And I pray, God, that you anoint my lips of clay, that I may speak as the oracles of God, anoint our ears and hearts to receive and apply it to our lives. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You all can be seated in Jesus' name. It's our time. It's our time. So often we are waiting for our time. Have you ever been at a at a fast food restaurant or a sit down restaurant and you are just waiting for your time, waiting for your name to be called, waiting for the opportunity 
to receive the blessings of whatever uh, may come your way or whatever it may be. Many times we we are looking for that time, and uh, so often it's, uh, we need to understand. Uh, um, that you know, it's not always our time when it happens. Have you ever been at uh, at the store or at uh, a restaurant and you feel like you know it, it should be time by now? You feel like it should be time by now. I should already have received what I came for. And so often in our life, we become impatient. So often in life, we become to a place to where we are finding ourselves start start to being so idle in our time because of, of being impatient. And when we are impatient, so often we get bored. Have you ever got bored? So often when you are bored waiting for something to happen, your mind becomes to be preoccupied by things that has nothing to do with the thing that you're waiting for. It has nothing to do with what you need to happen and nothing you need to happen you know, to go on in your life. Sometimes you become so distracted by the things that's going around you to where when it actually happens, sometimes... It catches you awful, uh, you know, uh, unaware. It's just like sitting down at uh, at the Texas Roadhouse, and you're waiting for your name to be called, and you're 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 just being occupied by all kinds of different things: conversations, phone, looking at pictures, looking at stuff, you know, doing all this stuff. And then when your name is called, so often we don't even hear it. You know, you have one of those buzzers going off, and somebody says, "Hey, buddy, your buzzer's going off." Be like, "Oh." Well, I guess it's time. I guess it's time for me to go. Oh, so often we get distracted. We start getting our minds to where we are not even paying attention to what needs to be paid attention to simply because we are waiting for our time and we look at our lives and we are occupied by all kinds of different things, whether it be our own devices, our own own, uh, uh, mind. We have wondering minds sometimes. Right. Sometimes when you're sitting uh, at a red light, uh, you can just be wondering and you're just waiting for the light to change. And you're just sitting there. Looking at your phone. Talking to the person next to you. And all of a sudden you hear that rude sound. Beep, beep, beep. And realize that the light is green. And you wasn't paying attention. Because your mind has been gone. Might be like, I think it was Brother Travis went up and, and somebody was sitting at the red light for like two or three cycles. And, and he said, hey, you okay? Is that, is that was you, wasn't it? Yeah, he said, hey, you're okay? And, and he said, yeah, we're just waiting for the light to change. This is taking a long time. And he thought to himself, he's like, this thing, it's already turned green and red three or four times and you ain't moved. You know, so oftentimes when it's your time, you are so occupied by other other things that you don't even know that your time has even came. 
We see that in our lives as we go through, through all of our, our lives and times and that we spend. Because we are waiting and we are impatient and we are bored, we, we miss the opportunities that when they arise, all because we are wasting our time. Lots of times we waste our time and we miss the very thing we've been waiting for. The very opportunity comes. And uh, and not so often we get on our devices and and we have we could check our screen time on our devices. There's there's apps that track how much time we spend on our smartphone. Mm. Oh, I'm preaching now. Hallelujah. How there's 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 tracking timers and uh, and to where you could check how much time you you spend on your smartphone and the average time spent uh, 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 staring at your phone is four to five hours a day. Four to five hours a day. There's a new metric that measures our check-ins. Mm. How often do we pick up our phone to check our notification for time, the weather, sports, etc.? How many times do you think a day we pick up our phone and look at our phone to check the time, their notifications, the weather, the sports? I know each and every one of us are being convicted right now of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Uh, because if you was to think, and the studies say it, that uh, we look at our phone over 200 times a day on average. Now, i got a daughter that's above average. How many above average do we have in here? i got one here. Sometimes you check your phone. You know, I don't even wear a watch. I, I stopped wearing a watch a long time ago, but uh, I, don't, I wouldn't wear a watch because I, I, why would I need it? I, I just if I want to see what time it is. I just pull out my phone and see what time it is. I, I, you know, vibrations, you know, and, and phantom brain, uh, vibrations. Like my phone's not even in my pocket, but somehow I still felt it vibrate in my pants. It's over there. It's, we're doing a live stream. Checking for my notifications. Because we we sense that and we want to know what's going on. And we, we sense all of those things. It's that FOMO. FOMO. You know what FOMO is? Huh. FOMO, it, it, it's fear of missing out. Wow! How in the world we don't want to miss out on anything that's going on around, right? <laughs> you know what? Woo, I'm afraid I'll miss what's going on down there at the mini mall. They got a sale going on down there. They're selling all kinds of 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 little wagons, and I want to buy one for my grandson. Whatever they would say, you know, you know what they, they they want to find out the deals and they get the notification. They they they're trying to they're afraid they're going to miss out on what's going on, and and before you know it, uh, you know we just get wrapped up and and. Sucked in to our devices to where we lose track of time and we become unaware of what is going on around us. 
But it doesn't have to be phones. It doesn't have to be tablets. And it doesn't have to be iPads and all that. It could be TV shows. I love Lucy. I mean, it doesn't have to be. It could be a, it could be a, 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 a you know, Andy Griffith. It could be something simple, or it could be anything. We're talking about time. It could be video games, or really anything. Anything. Whatever it is that occupies your time, it, it keeps your attention. It's taking your time. It's robbing away from your time. It's, it's stealing. It's, uh, it's taking time away from you. Time is always on your mind. Have you always... Have you ever figured that, thought about that? It's time. It's always in your mind. Time. You know, always trying to see what time. Whew. Time to eat. You know, time to go to sleep. That baby cries at the same time every night because it's wanting a bottle. You know what? He knows what time. He knows when it's time to get that diaper change. You might need to get a little bit, uh, get a little bit of padded on the butt, you know, and go back to sleep or whatever. It knows what time it is. And without even telling time, time is on our minds. And uh, we have uh, have somewhere to be uh, all the time. Something, somewhere to be, something to do, uh, or that is marked. Uh, that it is marked by time. There's very few moments in modern history that is not uh, brought to, to to have a certain time or an event or to be marked upon a clock. Everything we do is dictated by time, and everything that goes on in our lives is controlled by time. Uh, and time, but time itself isn't the issue. Time itself isn't the problem. Oh, it's caused many times we feel like we don't have enough time oh but the real problem is is that we are wasting time and the real problem is is that not that we don't have enough time is that we have exactly the same amount of precious time that, that God intended us to have to accomplish the things that he has gave us to do but the problem is we are not handling it properly God has entrusted us with the ability to do the things that God wants us to do and I, I want to I tell you today as I as I preach under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Oh, we need to understand today that we've gonna have to make everything that we do very efficient and be very productive with our time. Oh, have you ever just woke up and you said, Man, I really ain't done nothing today? Mm. Have you ever woke up and realized? Woke up and went throughout your day and realized you and it was time for bed and you haven't done enough to be tired yet. I'm ready for bed. It's time for bed. But I ain't tired. Well, Lord knows you ain't tired. You ain't struck a lick of a snake all day. You how you gonna be tired unless you do something? You know, if you if you if all the time is cat napping on, uh, you know, my dad tell me that I want to quit sitting on the couch because I nap all day and I can't go to bed at night. You know what? If you want to, you know, sometimes you can't sleep at night. It's because you've been sleeping all day. You know, you've been you've been napping in the car before you go into Walmart. You know, you've been napping it, uh, you know, in the bathroom at work or whatever. You know, you know, you you know, I I go into work and and. You know, people's been in there for hours. Like, who knows what they're doing? I know what they're doing because I hear them snoring. 
They're wasting their time away and they're getting paid for it. They know how to do it, don't they? I say, if you're going to use, if you're going to take a nap, take one on the clock. I'm just kidding. Not, that's not a good advice. I don't want you to get anybody fired. Amen. But you know what? You know, people, they, they, they waste their time. And many times you, 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 you have all that time and you just went throughout your whole day unproductive. You're not doing anything. You're not doing anything that would, be, uh, uh, make, uh, that would make a difference in life. Oh, because we need to use our time in a way that we make a difference where we do things to change our surroundings. Oh, if you used your time very properly, when you went to work, every conversation would be very precise and very direct and very intentional to where you wouldn't just waste time talking about nonsense, but you would talk to somebody with a purpose and with anointing and with direction from God because your time is short and we need to understand that we need to use our time very wisely. We need to understand that we're going to have to live circumspectively before the ones that don't love, that don't love the Lord and the ones that need the Lord to, to, to change their lives. We need to live righteous and holy before everyone and live according to the plans of God and use our time very, very wisely. Right? We need to make a difference. We need to use wisdom to make sure we doesn't that our time doesn't pass away. Oh, because we need to understand there's going to come a time. Oh, when opportunities arise, there's going to come a time for our church that we're going to have to understand. We're going to have to make every opportunity count. We're going to have to take advantage of the time. You need to take advantage of your time. If God has allotted you 24 hours a day, you need to understand that you're going to have to use that time wisely. When we come into the house of God and when we're doing the works of God, we need to make our time very, very efficient because there's a job that needs to be done. There's, a, there's souls that need to be saved. There's a city that needs to be rich. And what are we doing with the time God gave us? Oh, know ye not that... Uh, the, 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 that uh, though you not what the time it is, and, oh that uh, that he is getting ready to come and his coming is closer than we was when we first believed. Let's clap our hands into the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, I tell you what, there's a time and place for everything. I, I want to promise you today. Oh, we're going to have to understand that there is a time God gave us. There's a set time God has given us, and we're going to have to make sure that we, we do things the way God wants us to do them because it's, it's about our time. It's about time that we get what God wants us to, to get, and we don't need to miss out on it because of our own slothfulness and our own laziness and our own weariness and our own distractions, and we miss out on the the very opportunity and then we let the very thing we've been waiting for slip out of our hands what time is it used to be a saying where people the people say what time is it and somebody said game time what time is it game time it's game time 
You know what? Sometimes you need to say, well, what time is it? Well, I tell you what, it's time to get in the game. It's time to get into the, what God's doing. It's time to, to get in and grab the playbook and say, we're going to put me in, coach. I'm ready to do whatever you tell me to do. I'm ready to do every play that you want me to do. I'm ready to perform everything you want me to do. It's time to get into the game and get into the, the work that God has for us in this church. Let's clap our hands to the Lord. Proverbs 16, 16, how much better is how much better to get wisdom than gold and the good judgment than silver? It's this NLT. Paul continues in Ephesians uh, in Ephesians chapter in Ephesians chapter 5, continues to talk to the Ephesians church of of what it means to to imitate God and and he he turns his attention of all the things of how how it is important an important concept to live wisely in understanding our time oh and make the most out of every opportunity Oh, you know what? You know what? The, the NLT properly interprets this. He says by, by making the most of every opportunity that, that we have. Oh, we have, we have two words in, 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 in Greek translation of time. It is, uh, it is chronos, which means, or chrono, or C-H-R-O-N-O-S, chrono, uh, Chronos, I know you got Chronos. With those two words, they're similar, but they have different meanings. Measuring time in seconds and minutes, etc. Chronos uh, is the the right time, the right opportunity, the appropriate time. You have two different types of time. You have times that you you collect uh, those things to uh, uh, the, the minutes, the times, and the hours that you have. The the C H O R C H R Coronos and then Coronas. I don't know. They sound the same to me. Carne, carne, uh, yeah, you know. Those two different meanings of Greek translations of the word time. Uh, one is a measuring of seconds and minutes. That's the one we're mostly mostly aware of. That's the ones that we we all go by. We we all know how to 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 to, to collect the time and the, and the seconds and the minutes. Uh, we have stopwatches on our phones. Uh, we can do the time. Uh, how long is it going to take uh, for that dishwasher to get done? I'm ready to eat a bowl. Of or whatever you know what you're waiting for the washer to get done you know you got it timed out you know you're waiting for that yesterday's coffee to get done it's go beep 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 you know that time but well, we're not talking just about that the other the other translation of time chronos it it is the right time the appropriate time it means to describe a season or an air an understanding of a crucial moment understanding of a crucial moment it's not just measuring time but it's measuring the right time sometimes you can measure time and you can know the minutes and that but you don't know the right time 
You know what? You can look at your clock and you can know every second on there and every minute on there. But unless somebody tells you, you're going to have to be down at the chiropractor at 9 o'clock. You, you won't know when to get there. But you know what? 9 o'clock is the acceptable time. It is the right time. It is the appropriate time. That's when it's going to happen. That's when you're gonna, the doctor's going to go snap, crack, or pop, brother. You know what? You know what? There, there's a lot of minutes in the day. But the right time, the appropriate time, uh, uh, is when what's wrote on the church sign tells you when to come. If the, if, the, if the pastor says, you know, you know, come here, come there, you know, those times are very important. It is a crucial moment. It is the season of the air. It, 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 it is the time when things are going to change. Oh, I tell you what, Paul, Paul views our time as an opportunity. In Colossians chapter number 4 and 5 in the NLT, it says, likewise, the among those, who are believe or not believers and make the most out of every opportunity. Make the most out of every opportunity. Oh, because our time, our time needs to be done used wisely the key here is to redeem the time we need to redeem the time and make make it the most out of every opportunity oh and practice wisdom wisdom of God not just wisdom of man wisdom is skillfully uh, uh, is, 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 is skillful application of godly knowledge and experience skillful knowledge and ex- of God of spiritual application of godly knowledge and experience you know how you're going to do that it's by applying godly knowledge and godly experience it begins by knowing what God has revealed oh just like in our Sunday school lesson Oh, we, we learn about the nobleman and how he, he, he knew what the Lord had said. He knew that he was going to do that. In order for you to apply godly wisdom into your life, you're first going to have to know what he said and what he said is true and that God is going to do that. And you are able to walk with, with wisdom in each step you take during the day. Oh, when you go down to the Wally Mart and you go down to the dollar, tro- dollar store or the new Dollar Tree, uh, and to pay a little bit more than a dollar. But anyways, you know what? If you go down there, you know what? You're doing it with a purpose because you know what the Lord has spoke to you and you know that your time is coming. And when your time comes, you need to take advantage of that time. Oh, you don't need to be oblivious of what's going on around you, Brother Dave. Don't be unaware Oh, don't be unaware. So many people is going to miss the coming of the Lord because they're unaware. Some are unaware, are aware but unprepared. But there's some that's just unaware. They don't know. But neither one of those types of individuals are going to hinder the Lord's coming. Well, wait for my wait for them to get ready. They they know they know what they need to do. They just ain't done it. They are aware he's coming, but they ain't prepared. But then you got a whole slew of people. Slew is a good Kentucky word, isn't it? You got a whole slew of people that that don't know anything. They don't know they don't know uh, uh, anything about uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. They don't know anything about God. They don't know anything about oneness of God. They don't know anything about Acts two thirty eight. They never repented. They never been baptized. That ain't going to hinder the 
Lord from coming back. But you know what? Those ones that, that, that know and aren't prepared ain't going. And the ones that don't know and never obeyed, those people ain't going either. You know what? Because that didn't hinder anything. I tell you what, because the Lord's going to come back whether you're ready or not. You know what? Ready or not, the Lord is coming. Ready or not, He's coming again. You know what? It doesn't matter. Jesus said said He is going to come as a thief in the night. No man knows the day or the hour when the Son of Man comes. But when it comes, His time to come, He's going to come. Let's clap our hands to the Lord. So where are we getting our knowledge? Where are we getting our our wisdom? Where are we learning what is thus said the word of the Lord? If you ask around our world, uh, where do they get most, most of their information? Nowadays, most people would say, well, I heard it on Facebook. Well, heard it on Facebook. Heard it on Instagram. I read, I read something on... I went to Facebook and I scrolled down. I seen a news article. That's how I got my information. Oh, and, they got, and, they, and they, their lives are controlled by the knowledge that they, they receive on Facebook. Oh, I tell you what, it's bad when, when Christians are getting all of their, their knowledge and their wisdom and what they are trying to base their life on off of Facebook. And some, sometimes we need to get off of Facebook and get, all, get back into the book and get our information from the Word of God to where we are learning what the Lord says in order for you to be aware of what time it is and to find out when your time is. You're going to have to get back into the book and read what thus saith the Word of the Lord. Some people may say fox. Some people may say in... NBC, or some people may say ABC. Some people may say TikTok. Oh, I learned that on TikTok. You learn everything on TikTok. I said, I ain't never seen anything good on there. I just went ahead and got rid of that. There ain't nothing on there for me. There shouldn't be anything on there for you either. But you know what many people say? They, they find all this information on different things. And some people may walk around saying, eh, you know, nothing. But where do you, where do you find out all your information? Oh, I don't watch no news. I don't listen to no preaching. I don't do anything. I just live my life and I don't know nothing. But they, you've seen people like that, ain't you? We've seen people like that to where they, I don't want to get no information from nothing. And you know what? They live their lives unaware. They don't know what's going on. They may be a bomb coming coming at their house and they and they, as well as on the news, didn't you hear it? We're getting attacked. Be like, I didn't know. There's a tornado coming tonight. Are you got are you ready? And so I don't know. When when the tornado comes, you know, that they're just gone. They just flown like a bird, right? They just flying like the wind to get to, to safety because they were unaware. And you know what? Some people are getting their information from the wrong sources, and some people are oblivious about everything. That that's the generation we're living in today. You know, they they they, and it just you know, in the kindest way I could put it, they just dumb. Sorry. Forgive me. Don't delete me on Facebook. 
If you do, it's okay. I didn't know you anyways. But you know what? You know, people that just walk around, they don't know anything. Well, what do you do? Well, I don't know. What do you do all day? I don't know. Man, I just, yeah, I just hate life. I just walk around here, man. Whatever, you know. They don't know nothing. They, they, don't, they don't pay attention to nothing. They don't know nothing. They don't go anywhere. All they do is sit around. They get in their little bubble and play their, all, play their little video games, and they're unaware of anything. Sometimes that happens in the church. Oh, so many times people are just 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 ignorant when it comes to the things of God just ignorant when it comes to the things God's doing in the spirit realm I tell you what there's some stuff going on in the spirit realm and we need to be aware of when the time comes we need to understand of when we need to walk into that authority and that anointing that God has for us oh I tell you it's going to come in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus it's difficult to know how to act in a godly way about our situations when we are not getting a, a good information around us. So often we are fed by all kinds of negativity and all kinds of different things throughout our lives, whether it's through news sources or word of mouth, somebody you work with, you're getting all the information from all kinds of sources. And, and it's so hard for us to act godly when we fill our life with ungodly material. Whether it be books or, or articles or, or, or movies or different informations. You're feeding yourself with all kinds of things that's not good. Oh, but it's, it's, it's not just knowing the, 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 the multiple points of the events that's going on in the world. It's not just knowing all that. You know, you know I, I believe that you need to have a, 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 a general knowledge of what's going on in the world. I don't think you should be obsessed by the news. I don't really like focusing on the news because it gets me all mad and upset. And some of it you don't believe, some of, it, some of it's good, some of it's bad. You know, it doesn't matter to me. Just let me know if it's going to rain. Just let me know if I need to, you know, to take a detour. Let me know if the road's closed, you know. Just let me know stuff that's going to affect me. You know what? I don't need to know what's going on overseas as much as I need to know what's going on right down here where I'm at. You know, but but sometimes it's it's not just knowing all of that. Oh, and looking through all that and the filters of this world. Oh, but we need to understand. Oh, that the things that's coming into our lives they need to be filtered through God's Spirit and the Word of God. Have you ever have you ever put a filter on something, an air and uh, uh, for your air conditioning or your sink or whatever? You put a filter on that. That catches all the junk. That catches all the impurities. That catches all the bacteria. That catches all the all the stuff that you ain't supposed to be intaking. You know what? We need to get our lives to where we are filtering our lives through the Word of God and through the truth of God's Word. And when we do that, we start seeing that through the lens of God, through the revelation that God has in our lives and the revelation of God's will for our lives. And we can start reacting to things a lot different when we are filtering it through the Word of God. When somebody tells you something, you need to see, you need to take that in with a grain of salt through the Word of God and allow the Word of God to direct you and let you know whether it's the will of God or not. We got to know God's will. You got to know God's will in your life. 
We must find, find out that our choices are directed by God's will. Our choices need to be a reflection of the understanding of, of what God has for us. And when we do that, I believe our church is going to be able to see and to walk in the authority and the anointing that God has for each and every one of us. I, I'm telling you today that the wisdom of, that, that we need to have in our church is to be able to apply godly direction in our lives and acknowledge oh, all the things God wants us to have and to walk effectively, effectively efficiently in those things by our choices what kind of choices have you made last week some people say well yeah I made some poor choices that's the thing people say you know make wise choices make wise choices you know you know just make wise choices you know no, that means you, need to, you, you don't need to just make wise choices. You need to understand that some places you ain't supposed to be. Well, you know, when you're down at the movie theater, make wise choices. Well, when you're down there at the bar, you know, make wise choices. Don't drink. Don't you might as well be the sober driver. No, you need to get out of there. There's some places you don't need to be around, and the right choice is to not be there at all. You don't need to just make the right choice. You know what? And get in the back seat of a car. But somebody will. I'm going to try to make the right choice, you know. I'm going to say no. No, you're not. What kind of flesh are you got there? You super, you superhuman or what? I'll tell you what. You can't handle this flesh. You know what? You need to get out of there. Because I promise you, the right choice is to abstain from the appearance of evil and flee, ye youthful lusts. You can't control this flesh. You're going to have to kill it. You're going to have to crucify it. You're going to have to get rid of it. Every day, Paul said, I die daily. That's the right choice. So many people. They live their lives and they miss opportunities. And when it's their time, they are, are missing. They're, 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 they're doing stuff. They're occupied. No, you know, we should occupy until he comes. What kind of occupation are we doing? What, how are we occupying? We're doing the will of God. And when you are working, you know. You know when it's time to do it. Because God's will is in your mind, in your heart. And your, your ear is tuned to the sound of the shepherd. And you're able to hear and understand. As Brother Thomas was, was preaching last Sunday, you can hear the voice of the shepherd and a stranger you will not hear. And when you hear the voice of the shepherd say, it's your time. You can say, whoop. Drop that. Going to do what God wants me to do. I'm going to drop what I'm doing. I'm going to step into the dominion God wants me to be in. I'm going to step into the authority God wants me to be in. You know what? We're going to have to. We're going to have to live in a way to where we're able to know what time it is. And that it is our time. Ephesians 5 and 4, or 17 in LT, it says... Don't act thoughtlessly, but understanding that, understanding what the Lord wants you to do. 
understanding what the Lord wants you to do. You know how you, when you're, when you're living through life, does the Lord really want you to do that? When you're watching something, does the Lord really want you to watch that? My, th- my old uh, uh, saying, I always tell people, if Jesus can't sit on the couch next to you while you're watching that and you feel okay with it, you probably don't need to watch that. If you're looking at something on your phone and, 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 and Jesus can't sit beside you and, and see what you're looking at, you shouldn't be looking at it. Let's go a little bit farther. If you're looking at something and somebody walks around, you, you, you go down there and you click on history, delete, delete, delete all the history. Uh, if you're deleting history, you know what that says? You know, you're sinning. You don't want people to see what you're doing. You know what, but I tell you what, when you delete that file, it goes, sends directly email into God's email account. It's saved for eternity. If you was to say it like that, you know, everything you do, every thought, every deed, everything, it's recorded in heaven. Every every idle word, it's being recorded in heaven. Every Everything you say, everything you do, God has got it marked down. It's wrote down in heaven. You may hide it from me. You may hide it from your wife. You may hide it from your husband. Oh, but I tell you, you can never hide from God. God sees everything. God knows what you're doing. He knows what you've done. He knows what you're thinking. Are you doing it to the will of God? Every thoughtless deed, you, you need to, 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 to understand that you don't need to be thoughtless because living thoughtless, having thoughtless behavior is very unwise. Very, very unwise. Romans chapter number 12. In Romans chapter 12, verse number 2. Very powerful chapter. Very powerful verse. It says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The NLT says it like this. It says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. You ever seen copycat? You got any copycats in your life? You know... Don't copy the behaviors. Don't copy the customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. I know this world we live in, they try to change the way you think. You go to school, they try to change the way you think. They try to put in your mind that that you can be whatever you want to be. You want to be a dog? All right, start barking. Woof, woof. Boo, boo, boo. Come on, little buddy. <laughs> you want to be a cat? We'll bring you in a, a litter box, and you can just do what, you know, be a cat. Meow. You could be a, a man, can be a woman. A woman can be a man. A, 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 a sinner can be a Christian. You know, 
We live in a world that you can be whatever you want to be. You can just act like whatever you want to be. You know what? They try to change the way we think. They try to change the way what we know is right. What we know is in the Word of God. It's not natural. You know what? The Bible says that the men was leaving the natural use of a woman. Men with men doing those things which are uncomely, un, unholy, unrighteous. Those things that are, are a shame. They're, they're leaving those. They're trying to change the way we think. But don't be mocking the behaviors of this world. We are not of this world. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. I'm from another country, which builder and maker is God. And I tell you what, I'm not from this place. I'm on a mission. I'm just a pilgrim in this land. And God has a destiny for me. And I'm on my way to Canaan's land. Praise the Lord. I'm on my way to Canaan's land. How many believes today that this is just a temporary home? Let's clap our hands to the Lord. Let God transform us into the new person by changing the way we think. Change the way you think, you're going to become a different person. If you think you're sick, you're going to be sick. If you think you're dumb, you're, you're going to live your life thinking you're dumb. If you think you're smart, you'll probably end up being smart. If you, whatever you think, if you think about godly things, you're going to be godly. If you think about things that are, are ungodly and full of lust, guess what? You're going to be ungodly, lustful, sinful, doing the things of the world. Change the way you're thinking. When you learn to know God's will for you and what is pleasing to God, it is good and pleasing and perfect when that happens. It's your time. It's your time. It's our time. Oh, don't allow yourself to be to be in a place to where you miss the time. Oh, we need to understand it's our time. Don't be wrapped up in the things of this world. Oh, don't be drunk with wine. Don't be trying to be oblivious. Don't try to numb the things away. Oh, by the substances of this world and be distracted. Oh, we need to be soberly minded. Oh, oh, it's good to question many times and ask questions oh but I tell you what oh when you are are numbing yourself by, from the things that God is doing to where they don't interest you and you don't know won't hurt me what I don't know won't hurt me Dave I got I got to make it different with you it probably will if you're walking in the middle of a snake den and you don't know it? You think you're going to walk out of there without getting bit? You're probably still going to get bit. You'll know they're snakes when, you, when, when they latch on your legs. 
Oh, but that's why we're going to have to be aware enough to say, I don't understand everything, Pastor. But let, let me know. Show me. Let, me. let me see a little bit clearer. Oh, until you start saying, I want to know what is the perfect will of God. I don't want to be blinded by the things of this world. Wisdom and understanding the times to take advantage of the opportunities. It requires guidance and teaching. Wish I had all day to preach to you today, but I only have an hour and a half. I'm just kidding. I'm coming to a close. I'm aware of the time today as we stand all over this house. It's our time. One of my greatest fears is that when the opportunity of a lifetime comes to this church, we won't be ready. We won't be aware. Paul said, I, I'm afraid of you. That my preaching would be in vain. The Lord gave me a title, a message, and some, uh, some, a part of a message one time. I've not yet preached it, but the title was, When the Preacher's Afraid. Or what makes the preacher afraid? Having preached to you and it being none effect. Having give you the warning, but you're unaware. Telling you it's your time, but you let the opportunity slip. Sometimes you gotta jump. On an opportunity as it comes. You know, right, brother? Sometimes you got to put in that, you got to apply for that when it, job when it comes open. Don't just sit around and say, well, if it's God's will, they'll just come to me. Say, no. You put your name out there. Say, here I am. Here I am. Don't forget me. Take the opportunity when it's your time, when it's our time in this church. I want us to step into that dominion, that anointing. When the breakthrough comes, and it's going to come, we need to be aware that it's our time. And I believe with all my heart that this time, this time, this time, November the 26th, 2023, it is our time. We just come out of the great revival, how the Lord moved. Wow, what a wonderful, wonderful moves of God. But we can't allow that power and the anointing and what God done to just slip away. It's our time to step into the authority and to step into the power and start letting the Holy Ghost guide our lives and start letting the, the Holy Ghost to, to, to direct us and to use us. Oh, and we need to understand when the Holy Ghost is prompting us to a direction to do something. God has a calling on each and every one that's here. But when it's your time to step into it, don't be asleep. Don't be preoccupied by other things. 
That's why I strongly discourage people, and especially our ministry, to get wrapped up in foolish nonsense, nonsense things. Learning about, you know, silly things. It doesn't amount to a hill of beans. It doesn't amount to a hill of beans. Because you're busy worrying about politics, you're worrying about devils and, and demons and all that stuff. You're worrying about all that. And you're going to miss your time. You're worried about all this other stuff that doesn't matter. Jesus didn't come down here and he was talking about his kingdom. He was talking about the heaven. He was talking about what was coming. He didn't focus all of his ministry on telling. I said, all right, guys, forget about me. Let's talk about the devil. I ain't come to talk about the devil. I've come to talk about Jesus. Because my time is very valuable. I don't want to talk about politics. That's why I don't, talk, that's why I don't t- preach politics on the pulpit. Politics ain't, ain't supposed to be preached. It's all right to have your personal opinion. But leave those personal opinions to yourself. We don't want to argue. We don't want to waste our time talking about dumb people. Did I just say that? You know what? You could talk about the government all you want. But I'm talking to, I'm talking to you about a kingdom that's not made with man's hands. I'm talking to you about a kingdom that's out of this world. I ain't got time. As Brother, Brother Dylan's favorite song, I ain't got time for you, devil. Don't waste your time on me. You know, tell me what you want. Tell me what you will. I'm going to send you down the road packing. I don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll stomp on you. I'll walk on you. I'll buke you. Get out of here, devil. i got a job to do. Because it's my time. It's our time to do the will of God. Let's raise our hands and pray. God, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Lord Jesus, that you would guide us. You would use us. That we would be aware, God, that it is our time. It is our time. As we come to the end of this year with all the regrets and many times the things that we have, have, have felt like we didn't accomplish that we should have accomplished. With all of that, God, I pray that we will be aware enough to know that you are opening a door and we should walk through it. You are guiding our steps to greater power and anointing to do your perfect will in our church, in our community, doors for ministries, doors and opportunities to do everything God that you have intended us to do all along. God, Lord, I pray God that we will be aware, not just know about it, but that we would be about it and we would do your perfect will knowing it's our time to go. Go Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the, of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Oh, it's our time to go. It's our time to take advantage of the opportunity. Oh, it's our time. Why not now? Why not now? Why not now? In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's find us a place to pray.